When the crowd suddenly gets loud, that's a bop. But when Tomohiro Ishii hits the ring to take out Gato because he was once again denied the triumph he's earned countless times over. Ishii, buddy, you know there's no justice. There's just us. And in fact, winning the G1 is a must, motherfucker. And uh, that's a monster pop. Apparently, apparently uh, this is his last one. They were, they were teasing. Not teasing, yeah. but yeah. Yeah. Wow. In fact, there was some word out there that he might have not even been in this one this year, which is insane because he was, again, fucking just great. Yeah. Let's just end the episode on that. Ishii was great. All right, guys. See you later. May, our, all your, our, <laughs> may your week be filled with Maybe we don't get bars. introductions this week? What yeah, no hell? introductions or nothing. <laughs> we are here to talk about the G1 exclusively today. This is kind of a wrap-up episode. Who do I bring with me? Well, of course, PhD, actual doctor. Of destruction, what is going on, man? You ready to talk about 2022? Yeah, you, you know, I'm next? I'm honored that you would actually introduce me before you introduce yourself. But you know, I'm too depressed to introduce myself. Also, we're here with former profo res- ah, <laughs> we're here with former <laughs> we are here with former pro wrestler and <clears throat> blood hunt mini fridge no enthusiast. <laughs> 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 Reclaim Joey, what's up, dude? Hey, what's going on? Ready to talk some G1, man? Yeah, yeah, I'm excited about the G1. I watched so much wrestling in the past couple of days. I will never fall behind on the G1 again because I know I'm going to want to watch yeah. it no matter what. But man, because we had a deadline, we wanted to like record this episode, and um, I had to watch so much G1 in just like like three days, two or three days, and it was hard. But luckily, well, it was a, it was was a really, really it was a really serious deadline too. I mean, when like Davey pulled up to my house with a gun in his hand and said, "We're gonna watch yeah. the G one," like I was like, <laughs> "Oh shit!" Like this is serious. Tapped on the window and I was like, "See that footage of the Home Depot security cop? It's gonna be something like that." <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Holy shit, dude! Mason showed me that. Yes, I know this is fucking off topic. Mason showed me that yesterday. I I hadn't fucking seen it. Just ruined my fucking day. Yeah, like Brown was showing me fucking snuff footage <laughs> with no That's warning. What, it was. what the fuck? Yeah, what the fuck? Is that what they were? They were security. They weren't even like real cops. It was yeah. It was just some what? fucking piece of shit guy fucking guarding the Home Depot fucking parking lot. Wait, were we talking about the same video? I don't know, bro. But there's a, there's just a video where a guy gets fucking shot because he won't leave Home Depot. Oh my god! And the security guard fucking blasts him. He's like, "You've been warned about trespassing before." Holy shit. blasting him. Yeah, he tries to, like, leave, and maybe... I think he hits a car, and the guy just fucking blasts him in front of his wife. Oh, my God. It's fucking insane. Yeah, dude's fucking insane. That's not the one I saw. I saw the one of the three cops beating on the yeah, dude. Yeah, that's what I saw, too. And, like... <laughs> like yeah, and then... Uh, shit. That's way different. And then they, they, like, look up, and they say, like, oh, my God, somebody's fucking recording. Like, oh, like it's insane. It's They're beating him bad, and it's so blatant and awful. Fucking yeah, fuck well, this cops, one, man. All cops are bastards. This this fucking security guard guy that it was just really insane. Number one, he's just a fucking security guard. Why are you carrying a weapon at the Home Depot parking lot, you <laughs> fucking mark? Anyway. Straight up. I'll say this. Watching the G1 night by night, it's the way to do it. However, I kind of really it was hard, but I kind of really enjoyed going through it like yeah. this. Yeah, I, I liked I liked it. I wish we weren't so pressed because I was staying up late, and then like if I couldn't watch it right then and there, like I had to fucking you know like 
I had to do something else or just it was so hard to get through. I'm not going to lie. I like lie. how you said you were, you were staying up late as if you don't normally just like, I don't really stay up sleep. that late. I really don't. I don't really like stay up as late as I used to. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, Boy, I used to have real I used to have real bad insomnia and I would like I would sleep for like an hour and then I would be fine. Yeah, not me. I'm fucking always. We record in the morning, and I'm just like, uh, I'm wrestling. <laughs> but I, I enjoyed watching it this way. And you know what? I'll go and say this now. I wasn't beholden to order. In, in fact, I watched the finals before I finished watching all of the block matches. Really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. And I was fine with that because I didn't want to just keep myself lingering. Like I knew spoilers were out there. I was probably going to see them. So I just wanted to I just wanted to get through the big ones and it didn't ruin anything for me. Like yeah. and I went back and watched Tomatonga matches after that and I watched Will matches after that and stuff. So it didn't it didn't ruin anything for me. And I was totally fine. And New Japan World is pretty good about separating a lot of the matches from the actual cards. So you can just click matches and watch them and not have to find the spot or skip mm-hmm. through. It's really convenient, so that was cool. I actually really fucking really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed the fucking G1 this year, watching it in this very non-traditional way. There's been some years where, because I didn't do this, I didn't get to watch as much of it. So anyway, so let's let's just let that kick off some of our thoughts here about the overall quality of G1 Climax 32. How did you guys think this one stacked against your idea of the G1 or your impressions of G1s in the past. It was far harder to follow, but it was good. Yeah, so when you say it's harder to follow, do you think that's because of the blocks or because of the crunch? Well, because of the blocks and the the fact that they had multiple blocks on one night. Before, Mm -hmm. you would watch an A block night, and then they would watch a B block night, and it was so easy to follow. Now you're like, who? I I had no... Even by the end of the freaking tournament, I had no idea who was in what block. And, uh, but I mean, like, I'm just watching the the matches and like, we did a pretty good job when we did our pickums and following what, what could happen. But once we're actually watching it, it was so hard to follow. Yeah. The first four nights, I, I think I watched as is, and you're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. And I know they've done four blocks, you know, years ago. And I just think getting, to, getting it down to two and streamlining it is the way to go having less wrestlers in it to do that if that's the cost then it's totally worth it yeah well and like it's interesting too because we found out um actually at the final that they are streamlining some of their programming because wrestle kingdom is back down to one night after three years of it being two nights wow and i can say yeah i can say thank god to that because it was cool and then it wasn't I, I, and I think this year it was just like, oh my gosh, it's just too much. Yeah, this year in particular, and, and this year it was sort of three nights because you had the Noah crossover show too, but it, really it was two nights. Yeah. But it was just like, I just, I found myself just really tuned out of like night two. I'm like, you know, like it's New Japan, <laughs> it's good wrestling, but like, eh, like. Until you get to the main event, I felt yeah. that way too. The main events, I was pumped for both nights, but it just kind of takes that christmas morning feeling out of it when you have mm-hmm. it's like having two christmas mornings we failed miserably like not watching any of it live mm, yeah and oh, that, yeah. that's usually a lot of fun to do i i feel the same way and there were some things that i was like i, I, I think skipped thinking it was... did kind of improve our experience with this because i think uh i mean i don't i mean i know i definitely like I did watch some of the matches that had been like critically panned but there was a lot where i'm just like fuck this i'm not gonna bother 
there was some of that 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 too and i fucking felt so like like i felt like i had unfinished business and (laughs) my fucking own ocd made me go back and watch these awful matches some of some of the bad ones. I'm glad you did because yeah, I didn't, I didn't watch every single one. Yeah, I watched I, you know, everything. I, was, yeah. I watched every motherfucking match. I did it. I fucking did it. I wanted to have a complete look of the entire tournament. And there were some. I will say that there were some that I thought were going to be complete disasters and garbage that surprised me, and I had a lot of fun watching them. I hear you. It, it totally is that way pretty often, yeah. you know. And we talked about Yano before. His matches are usually pretty entertaining because there's that uh oh you know, this he year. can upset any anybody. Yeah. But yeah, I I didn't feel that way this year. And the, and the ones I watched, and in fact, I didn't watch the last two or three Yano matches at all. <laughs> uh oh, what's Yano like, up yeah. to you? <laughs> well, and it's funny too because he only he only got yeah. one win this G one, and it was over a guy who like they presented really well. And it like outside of that match, and because that was his first match, so I'm talking about Jonah. Yeah, I thought like. I don't really care about this guy. Like, I remember him as, like, Bronson Reed in NXT. He didn't really impress me then. Mm-hmm. He had this kind of crap Yano match. Who cares? But then, like, he had a pretty good G1. Yeah. He was awesome. He was one of my favorites, like, in the whole tournament for sure. Yeah, definitely, like, like the pinnacle of, like, you know, don't judge a book by its cover. And, like, as I said, that Yano match, I was like, you know, I was like, this is a really bad first impression. But you know what? He, he fucking, you know, went to work after that. Yeah, and Yano seemed in the subsequent matches I saw, he seemed a little bit more brawly than sometimes he like he's, well, he did he in the trying, Okada match, so, yeah, 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 yeah. It was like he was trying to kind of get back to his roots a little bit in that match. Yeah, and then he, but um, literally as soon as that match was over, though, he just, he like went back to normal Yano, uh, his normal shit. Yeah, I mean, like they even said it. They're like, oh, now he's back to normal, and like he started doing goofy shit, and like literally immediately after the finish. Since you watched everything, how was? Takahashi versus Yoshihashi. Um, you know, the Hashi Bowl, as a, we like to call it. Here's the here's the here's the thing. I watched it and then I don't remember it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I that's knew, the thing too. Is it's like happen. so many of these because you're watching it. Like, yeah. Even the bad ones, unless they're like just really fucking bad, you're not gonna remember. I, I will say this. I will say this. Yoshihashi was 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 the best Yoshihashi I've ever seen in this tournament. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah, yeah he's yeah. starting like, to lose yeah. that like. He's starting mm-hmm. to lose that like surprised look that he has all the time. Yeah. And he was actually pretty good. And uh, yeah, yeah, his uh. I think his standout match might have been the one against Shingo. Um, I know uh, Melton yeah. really put it over. Uh, I wonder if that gave uh, you know Shingo any like flashbacks to his past of beating up monkeys. But... Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> the Osprey match was okay. I, I I did see the Yoshihashi Osprey match, and you know Os- you know Osprey's put on a pretty big fucking performance, mm-hmm. and he controlled most of the match. Yeah, Osprey's but... okay. <laughs> yeah, <he's pretty> good. <laughs> he controlled most of the match, but Yoshihashi did a pretty good job seeming seeming strong during the beating i had and uh yeah i had like i i guess i mean i i mean osprey was obviously very good there was a couple things i had with him so like he's still a heel right who osprey, osprey. Uh, no every yeah, all, the, his, no, all of the post post-match stuff uh-uh. was not he no was he was no, no 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 because that was like weird because it's like i'm like you know he's United supposed Empire. to be a heel, but then like Kevin Kelly's like, oh, he like gives so much to charity and whatnot. I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. Like, no, <laughs> dude, yeah. like, like it was very obvious to me. All of United Empire were booked as baby faces. The entire yeah, that's how everybody it felt. was. And it was everybody just kind was. of. But then again, like Osprey did like you know 
blindside juice um in his match well he didn't really blindside a he didn't blindside a, a baby face and b they have they have heat so like the, yeah. the, I, you know that's a heat that there's there's heat in that match so that's okay he's been waiting to get his hands on juice for a long time that's the that was the idea there so i get that but that ref screwed juice though that was one thing i wrote down was like <laughs> the like when he had like osprey pinned like the ref did like this one two <laughs> it was like the slowest of slow counts. I think Juice like almost beat up the ref afterwards. I'm like, yeah, you got screwed. Like that's like <laughs> the worst slow count I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> On the topic of uh, of Yoshihashi being the best Yoshihashi's ever been, this is the this G one at least of all the ones I've ever watched. This had the most wrestlers that stepped up and surprised me than any G one I've ever watched. Because usually you'll watch a G one and you'll have like one maybe two breakout wrestlers, and then like that's it and everybody else is like you know they do their thing this man this show had like so many people like step up their game and it was awesome yeah, I mean, you had i think what four first time g1ers too or five yeah because yeah, you had finley uh al phantasmo hanare jonah mm-hmm. and tom lawler i think they all did pretty damn good yeah they were fucking great yeah yeah and the crowd you can tell the crowd yeah. is watching the japanese crowd watches strong yeah, because of the reactions that like Lawler was pretty much getting reactions in his first yeah, match. Yeah, he was. He, yeah, you know? he was over. Like he was and over, he and like got and he, he pretty much he's in, him as well. It seems like they're kind of shifting him to like a full baby face. Like, he, yeah. he went, like his story was. Uh, it wasn't what Davey predicted, which was like a giant killing <laughs> giant. thing. But listen, he had, like, I had to make one. I had to make one stupid. Prediction. Honestly, you said you said that, but like that was like not that far. Like he he did lose. Well, he went on this losing beat, streak. He, he beat some. He beat some some giants. Yeah. Well, I mean, he so, had to. I mean, he's, <laughs> there was no one else to beat um, besides Yano. except Okada. Yeah, and Okada. Yeah, but. Um. Oh, I, this uh, that kind of uh, another thing that Lawler did, and I kind of want to talk about in general. What do you guys think of the English commentary? Um, I thought it was good when they had like guests. I love that. Yeah, I, that I, was I love, cool. Yeah, I love that. Even like like Lance wasn't necessarily very good when he was on commentary, but he had like, which is really... funny because that's the one that Kevin Kelly put over on Twitter. Well, <laughs> the most well, was well, was Lance. Well, no. Well, I mean, let me let me let me. LP let me, was awesome. Let LP me, was fucking yeah, awesome. Yeah, LP was oh, fucking yeah. fucking fantastic. But uh, let me let me uh, let me like. Uh, straighten out what I said. I don't think he was like necessarily good in the traditional like um, like commentator sense. Like he wasn't. He was very quiet and he mumbled sometimes. But the stuff that he had to say was really good. Like he asked questions mm-hmm. and he asked like questions that were like like made a lot of sense. He shared stories like uh, his experiences and things like that. And I thought that was so good. And okay. like and that's probably what kevin kelly was talking about because like you know as like presentation yeah. it wasn't so great but like there was like a really cool part when when he the first time he ever watched great Ocon, who was great in this tournament great Ocon was awesome in this tournament too um the first time he he saw he saw him in a match he was like man he was a young boy when i was here and then he started sharing stories and then he saw he saw like uh he saw him do like the mongolian chop and he goes oh does he have heat with tens on for that and then kevin it gave <laughs> kelly, kelly an opening to talk about the history of Ocon, great Ocon. he's like oh well they actually feuded over the use of it now he's got yeah, it i remember and like yeah and like lance is like oh wow that's crazy and like he was he thought it was cool and he was like asking well, cool he was asking questions about wrestling history and um they were that's, talking that's about like take. yeah they were talking about yeah. like the, the you know like the the uh the birth of like mma and things like that and and he was legitimately asking kevin kelly questions it's about 
play hard. MMA? <laughs> bro, hey, bro, you guys have been keeping me for like three episodes. You're it to me. Hey, bro, now I finally over. get my cue. <laughs> Basically, MMA is bad. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna um, need to cut your royalties, man. <laughs> but yeah, like I, um, I, I don't know if I saw everyone on like the, that they had on the English commentary, but I thought Lawler was pretty good too. There was like even like I like how like Tom Lawler was in this. <laughs> <laughs> I liked how all He's the wrestlers bad. that they did have on commentary, though, that they like kind of integrated into like the story a bit too. Like Lawler, like man, just like oh, you know, I don't have a win yet, and Kevin Kelly's like, oh, don't worry, there's still time. I thought it was like this nice little bit of encouragement, and whatnot. <laughs> yeah. uh, and I thought Kevin Kelly was pretty good too. Like I mean, we kind of okay, him, that's uh, yeah, that's what I was going when you asked that question. I know we started talking about the guests, but well, I, I, I wanted actually all that, yeah, yeah, yeah. I really liked Kevin Kelly here for the first time ever. I really liked him. I, yeah, I don't know really what good. I don't know why that I don't know why that was like he was it just he seemed really excited to be there yeah his excitement was amped up a little bit he was on point seemed like his attention was fully on the wrestling this is the best Kevin Kelly I've ever heard it's it's definitely it's definitely I don't know if he was as like on as he was at like um, Forbidden Door <coughs> but he was definitely yeah I agree with you his excitement was good and I guess sometimes I think that's he, all really, it he really just needs like someone else with him too to like mm-hmm. kind of give him some personality because that was why he was good at forbidden door too right yeah. like him uh excalibur and taz were like this like perfect unit of dorks together yeah like. well and i like i like um chris charlton just fine because he's really smart and stuff but um you can't have two kevin kelly's you know what i mean like you can't have two of the yeah. straight lace guys and that's what makes the commentary kind of boring you have to have that color and like having the wrestlers like uh rotate in, in and fairness, out you know, yeah, was in the fairness best, even even times when he's been with you know, uh, with uh, some other guys, like I don't think he's been very good, and or by himself, I don't think he's very good. And even when they have like a heel guy, I don't think he's been very. You know, mm-hmm. um, especially in the last, especially since like Callis left. But it, I think he's just been bad overall. And, and mm-hmm. sometimes like I can't stand him to the point where we've goofed on him. Yeah. And I and I had I have wished in the past that they would just finally fucking replace him, <laughs> or that something would happen he would leave. But he didn't. He persevered, and this was the first time I really enjoyed listening to him. And it, it felt like, as I tuned in, every time I had a fucking chance to turn it on on my phone or just whenever, um, like it, it kind of seemed like a like a friend. You know what I mean? Like your buddy yeah. is on. I can yeah, see he that. Have, he but kind of that vibe. I still don't like when he. I still don't like some of his calls, and I still don't like when he goes like, "Destino." Or Rainmaker, like it took me yeah, out that, of like, I mean, yeah, pins he's, and things yeah, like I hear that. You, but it's a little. But he's you know. he's working that. You know, he's that's his thing. Yeah. He's doing it, and uh-huh. I hear you. I mean, it's better than it's boss time or whatever. Like it's, <laughs> it's better than boss that. Time. So it's boss time. Everybody's sucking Michael Cole's dick now because he's allowed to talk. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's always been allowed to talk. That's well, the problem. I mean, you know what I mean? <laughs> I want to hear Michael Cole go. Primo, is he not? (laughs) Primo. I know this is off topic, but you know that at some point in her and Brian Danielson's sex life, there's been a Primo joke somewhere in there. (laughs) (laughs) Do do they get out the auto tuner like? Do like they have that? What the fuck? What is it? This is with like smoke. What is that thing called again? Oh yeah, what the fuck is that? 
<laughs> you don't know talk about though, right? The fucking oh my god, dude! Like, dude, she holds that up and she's like, <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Okay, yeah. So um, let's just talk more about. That. <laughs> so where to next on the G one? Uh, oh, okay, so go, going back to the original question before we move on and talk about some individual performances and stuff. Other than it being a little hard to follow because of the multiple blocks. How do you guys think it stood up wrestling quality when it was all said and done, including the finals and semifinals against other G1s or just maybe from the past, you know, handful of years, five or six years? Well, I haven't seen all of them the past five or six years, but I think it stood up pretty well. I mean, like, there were, you know, the low points were, you know, low, but I think, like, generally, like, you know, the people that you expected to bring it, and even some of the people you didn't expect to bring it yeah. did. And there was some excellent wrestling on this show. I thought or so, too. So, I. What did you think about about the actual quality of wrestling, Joe? Um, I thought it was really good. Um, like I said, it's against a lot other of, years, I guess. Hmm. It's hard to say. Like I said, it's it, it was good, and I like that people stepped up, and mm-hmm. there was like some stuff that they 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 gave you stuff that you could sink your teeth into. Like there was a lot of little subplots going on, which was cool. Um, Can you man, let's let's kind of go over those two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll do that. I, I, I just, I don't know. I can't say for sure. I thought it was really great. Um, there was some stuff like, like Osprey Shingo was really good, but it was also too short for it to be as good as their other matches. And if it would have gone I do, longer, I do have to say one thing about that match. Yeah, I know you hate the five slaps. Osprey did a shit ton in that match. Yeah, he yeah. does. He, I hate it, but yeah. <laughs> he I was does say like, <laughs> did. It looked like I'll say this. I think his striking, just the visual. Yeah. Forget the the sound of the impact or whatever. Yeah. It, it, it only really he, stood out to me because there was a few blows. Like there was like one where he basically kicked Shingo's hair and did it. I'm like, come on. I mean, <laughs> like, yeah. With that, he did. Yeah. He spammed the shit out of that. Yeah. That um, hook kick, you know, yeah. that like heel kick. And I, as awesome as I think it is, I mean, he he went to that well a whole lot. But yeah. I will say the visual of his strikes. It might. It's forgivable. I mean, it's it's so good. He might be the The, exception to the rule. Yeah, he might be the exception to the rule. And he's becoming one of the best strikers in in fucking the game. Yeah. Which is crazy Hmm. to say because you think of him as the high spot guy or the athletic guy or whatever. But adding that to his game I where kind his, of saw this as like fu- sort of a transition for him like I thought his striking game was more prevalent than a lot of his like high spots and it, you're right it, yeah and it might have been like that just because he's babyface and he has to have that fire he has and he's a, just been wrestling his fucking ass off yeah, this year he really has like, I, I, I mean not, not just quality up. but like a lot of fucking matches yeah and he, he did not let up during this match or did not like this match any matches yeah, I was gonna say yeah. I don't think he let like up the, in any the entire. I meant, yeah, I meant to say the whole tournament. But yeah, and he's got a match on Dynamite tonight. tonight. <laughs> yeah, tonight. Yeah, exactly. It's it's fucking crazy. Like, how is he able to do that? And maybe yeah. moving to the strikes has helped him. But also, I I don't feel like there was any lack of dangerous looking like high risk shit that he did either. Like he, he, he definitely did, did enough. He did more because he's babyface. Like he's he he does more yeah. flashy stuff. But also, yeah. But all, but I'm saying also, he did more striking than he normally does, and it just mm-hmm. looks so good. And I think he's becoming kind of premier in that regard too. So, mm-hmm. I mean, just another tool in his kit that he's, you know, pr- pr- 
perfected or perfecting. And yeah, I mean, you're going to have a hard time coming up with four guys in the world that's better than him or five guys in the world that's better than him to keep him out of the top five. If he's not the best in the world right now, I don't know. He like, might be, yeah. That, that debate is so hard to have because you're just sure. like, oh, yeah, but what about this guy? And he's and just these, day, really these days, there's just and, so many people that are that good. Well, and there's like just like a lot of like <clears throat> taste stuff that kind of comes into it too. Like if you prefer certain yeah. styles and stuff. And, like opportun- and opportunity. Yeah, like, for sure. You know, too, we, yeah. Like what if Timothy Thatcher was in the G1? Oh, my God. Right? Yeah. Or even, I mean, like, you know, he was in the G1, as you noted at the top of the show, but like Ishii, right? Like he never, oh, like, oh, man. I know, like, it's yeah. like one of the like kind of ongoing. Um, discussions on like you know the like for like the Wrestling Observer Hall of Fame that Meltzer's like I always push for him but like because he doesn't have like those big accolades because he was never like yeah. the center of the company he doesn't have the mark accolades he doesn't have the mark accolades like people don't he didn't yeah because he hasn't had a big push from yeah. from the from the yeah. promotion God, can you imagine and, just a fucking like title run like yeah. and we talked him, about it just for his, years the quality of his matches God dude like considering. You know, what did he end up with? Two wins? Mm-hmm. One? Two wins? Two wins, yeah. Yeah. I, considering that, like, we'll get into it later. Yeah. I just, I I, I don't think, I mean, three, he had the my favorite match in this tournament, number one. And number two, like, I just couldn't believe how good some of them were. Because there have been, in the past year, there's been some Ishii matches that I felt he was holding back a little bit, or he maybe didn't think was weren't super important and therefore didn't perform up to his standards, but he brought it. He fucking brought it in the G one. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and it wasn't just, it wasn't just like the work rate stuff. It was, it was the, the small things that he did. Yeah. His face. He gets just, oh, he the gets way he great, was bumping every, everything. He gets great matches out of literally everyone too. He had a great match yeah. with Chase Owens in this tournament. Yeah. And oh was, yeah. Oh my God. And that spot where he did the sunset flip into the railing, Ishii almost oh died. Fuck. That was yeah. so crazy. That was probably the best Chase Owens match, but my favorite, yeah. I think, is going to have to go to Chase Owens, Jay White. Um, okay, yeah. Th- that was, that was just like a comedy thing done right. It was, yeah. I it thought, was good. Like, with the whole like being paid off and like he wasn't actually getting his money. And the match itself was actually decent. Like, the match was good once it started going. I personally don't like that stuff they did at the beginning. Yeah. I thought it was too silly. And, uh, you know, the idea of Jay White being worried about wrestling Chase Owens is really ridiculous. Yeah, it's, pretty, it's, it's pretty silly. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I guess you could say he wanted an easy night, but yeah. we've seen that stuff with Bullet Club before, like yeah. where it's like, hey, lay down for me, bro, and then they don't. And, and, there was just, and it, it, it had been fine if there was a little bit of it. I feel like they could have did the exact same thing by, uh, you know, um, doing less, but it, it went on for a really long time, and yeah, I didn't like it. Chase had a big G1 last year, and um, it just didn't seem like there was room for him to have you know a big push or anything this year yeah which i was i'm totally fine with but right um anyway he, he was, uh, i know he, he was uh, better this is supposed to be a loose conversation yeah. so let's not worry yeah. about sticking to format <laughs> yeah he was he was better than um than he has been in the past which is again like people stepping up like so many people stepped up this year uh wh- who is your favorite like Okay, so we, we came up with these categories. Should we talk about the categories? Yeah, 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 let's get into that. So we came up with these categories, um like little like our little awards for the tournament, like who to who to look out for and the who Monster not Pop G one climax yeah. awards. <laughs> awards. Yeah. 
to uh, all the workers who win, your shit is coming in the mail. Your plaque is coming in the yeah. mail, including worst performer. Like you're getting your plaque. <laughs> your Don't fridge worry. is coming. <laughs> your, <laughs> your monster pop mini fridge yeah. is being shipped. Yeah. All right. So the categories are worst performer, best performer, MVP, breakout. Uh, breakout performance and biggest surprise. Maybe not per- performance. Maybe more performer breakout performance. Sure. Mm-hmm. All right. So who is the worst that you guys thought? Takahashi. Really? Bad luck, Fale. I thought. I thought okay. Yeah. Okay. I'd say Fale was the worst. You know the, Dude. the thing about. Okay. You're, you know what? You're right. I'm. I'm giving Takahashi shit because Fale is at least has he was in a block that that felt that felt important for him and he was going yeah. up against big men and stuff. I can and agree with that. Maybe that kind of hit it because it was kind of a spectacle. Yeah. You're, but you know what? If I'm, if I take away the fact that like, I didn't Takashi's the guy I didn't want to watch the most. And when I did, I just fucking regretted it. Yeah. Because I was absolutely <laughs> bored out of my fucking mind. And I'm not sure why he's still in the G1. The, the, the best, the best match he had was his match with ELP. Yeah. And, and, it, was, and, and it was because of the subplot, which I don't, yeah. doesn't, doesn't make any fucking sense. They put it over like, like ELP had a new valet and I was like, oh, this is awesome. He's going to have a valet. This works. You know, she's going to get way more out of being with ELP than Takahashi. She got to and find then, out what ELP means. Yeah. And then like, <laughs> um, I saw somebody had a sign that said extremely lame pooper. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Well, maybe that's why she was back with him. Yeah, with, back yeah. with uh, Yeah. And like, yeah, she went right back to yeah, Yujiro and they didn't she, like, like, she walked in on him on the toilet and she was yeah. like. You're, yeah, I can't remember what the line on shit like, like that. Kevin Kelly had said something about it. I can't remember like what it was. Like, oh, I guess she's back with Utrecht now. Yeah, <laughs> even he yeah. doesn't even know. What he, I was like, happened. what? Because they were like going like they were saying like, um, oh, are, are you gonna like? Oh, I can't wait to have ELP on commentary. This is great because Peter's gonna be there. And uh, yeah, she the, she was never there again. It was so weird. I don't understand what that subplot was all about. Like. Yujiro. Maybe it just fell apart on them, you know. Maybe availability shit fell you, apart, or someone. Well, she kept showing up. I, ch- I changed my with the LP. <laughs> yeah, I changed my him. answer. I changed my answer. Yujiro was the worst because he got cucked and then fucking went right back to the girl. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like Fale, like dude, his performances. Like, I mean, we had pretty shortly before this watched yeah. Ric Flair's last match, and I'm like, this was like slightly above Ric Flair in that. Yeah, match. and at least, and at least in every match he was in. At least Fale has a presence too. He does have a fucking presence to him, a scary presence, and it was good. Not if so you would have been he's a, up against his, other monsters, well, his, yeah, his match with Jonah when they fucking stood across the ring from each other, and he was just like death staring him. That was yeah. good. That was real good. It was it was good, and the match itself didn't turn out to be too much. But no, but, but Jonah <laughs> was good. Jonah was really good in that match. And yeah, man, yeah. he's awesome. Okay, let's uh, let's keep going. I guess uh, so. Worst performer, uh, Yujiro Takahashi, and. Uh, Bad luck, Fale. Are we in agreement on that? I mean, are, are, so they're going to share that. They're going to share. They're going to hold hands and have. You know what? They can both have it. That's fine. If they want to carry that around, they're going to hold career, hands we'll and watch Peter yeah. fuck ELP. Uh, we'll, we'll cut <laughs> it. That's in the reward. You, you just for the record, you yeah. guys would go back to her too. But anyway, that's yeah. Who wouldn't? Honestly, Yujiro <laughs> is lucky. He was very lucky. <laughs> oh, yeah, maybe Yujiro is a good guy. You know, I don't know. Whatever. Maybe she's the one that's lucky. I say let's say uh, I don't know. He's should a great be, shitter. Wait, you, you know, the, you know the, he is the pimp. He is the pimp. So like maybe he he yeah. like it didn't matter. He just pimped her out or whatever. I don't yeah. know. He, she comes back. He's just yeah, she's like his uh, his top bitch or whatever. Yeah. 
Okay, anyways. Ujiro loves you, baby. No one loves you like Ujiro. <laughs> but if if uh, Fale would have been in C block or something, I think he would be my unanimous choice. But I think his enough. block helped him, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, next we have best performer. Who was the best of the entire tournament? This is a tough one. This is a tough one. This is a tough one, but you know what? I don't care. Uh, for me, it was Ishii because every fucking match was if above average and some were just fucking stellar next level fucking matches yeah Ishii was, um you Ishii said he was put great. on your favorite uh match in the tournament which was a- yeah the jay white Ishii match okay i fuck i just fuck it felt like main event it felt like that's the type of match you would have if everyone was on the line <clears throat> i don't know if i've seen Ishii bump better and his his face was just outstanding um, in this match, like he was more expressive than he normally is, like Stone Pitbull, right? But mm-hmm. he broke out of that a little bit. He seemed like it, uh, just the all-around fucking package for. I and I guess like you've got like the body or whatever, so you can't say that if you're a Vim Magazine subscriber. <clears throat> but dude, I just and Jay White is, you know, in that we talked earlier about that the handful of guys that might be better than Osprey. He'd be one of the guys you maybe could argue for. Um, oh, I just, I just fucking loved every second of this and I just couldn't believe some of the shit I was seeing and some of the reversals that, you know, new Japan, big new Japan matches end with felt fresh. Um, I don't, I just fucking loved every second of that. Yeah, it was great. That was, that was big time for me. And I mean, I I just like, I just pretty much loved, I'm trying to think of a Matt, an Ishii match that maybe. The Taichi match was pretty fucking good too. The yeah. one that kicked it off. That was like I'm, one of my favorites this whole <clears throat> tournament too. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm trying to think of one that maybe didn't blow my mind. Like the Tamatanga match was fucking awesome. The one he you know, he actually beat Tamatanga. Yeah. That was yeah. fucking great. And maybe the moment where it was like Tonga lost. But maybe it's the moment where you're like, Yeah, this guy's Tama is having a fucking like breakout fucking G one, which he obviously did. Yeah, and you can you can you can argue that Tama might have been the best too, but also but also he's also yeah. kind of in the the breakout category for me. Yeah, maybe there's I mean, a the potential. Great, yeah, there's a few categories. Yeah, we'll get into that. Yeah, the Great Okan match maybe was my least favorite of them. Mm-hmm. But some Sonata match was pretty good too. His match, um, his other, his only other yeah. win. Yeah. Yeah, the Chase Owens match we talked about was, was real good. You know, yeah, exceeded expectations. But I mean, the the Jay White, the Taiji, uh, those I mean, those were just fucking, and the Tamatanga, like those are fucking, just three of the best matches of the tournament. Yeah, um, I don't know. It's for that's me, my pick. It's you know, Ishii is definitely one of my picks too. It's hard for me to choose between him and Osprey. Osprey was just like. Yeah, he was just on yeah, yeah. for this stuff. Uh, yep, yep. I thought Jonah was really good too, and uh, I don't know if he's the best, but uh, he really fucking surprised me. But um, I'll talk about. I thought Jonah was really good, but I'm not feeling it like everyone else is. I'll be honest. Gotcha. I'm, I'm not. We'll, we'll talk I, about I, that when we get to that category for yeah, sure. Yeah, and and I and I do like him, so don't don't get me wrong. I'm just I'm not quite as high as everyone else seems to be. Gotcha. Um, I'm gonna, yeah, I think, I, I'm gonna, I, damn, I, I, I'm gonna go, I wanted to go, go Ishii too, but 
Because just because he brings out the best in everybody, which makes him just the best. And and he has, you know, because, you know, he's he's never going to be the, yeah. he's never going to have a run. Like, I've just, I've had to face that. Yeah. <laughs> and for him to bring it like that, I don't know. And if it is his last G1, he's, maybe he just wanted to go out, you know, as to his best of his ability. Yeah. But I keep waiting for him to slow down. And I thought maybe that was happening earlier in the year. I thought, well, you know. He's 44 or whatever he is he had now. That injury. He had that injury. He's getting older. But, man, this was vintage Ishii. Like, he was mm-hmm. as quick as he's ever been. I've got as worse. athletic worse as he's you, ever been. News for you, Davey. As, he's not 44. What's that? He's 46. Holy moly. Okay, he's 46. Okay, so he's a little older than you and I thought. So, 46-year-old guy keeping up with the kids like this and schooling them. Yeah, just being way better. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. yeah, like, I, I I gotta agree with you. Then I gotta go with Ishii. Um, I had convinced you. I think that's what I'll do as well. I was considering like if you were gonna go Osprey, like I I was like potentially thinking like, oh, maybe we should just go like all separate. Like I thought Okada had a really Okada good, like, was great yeah. too. Yeah, yes, what, what yes. a hot take, right? That Okada is like a really right. wrestler. But uh, well, I mean, it's it's always it always sneaks up on you quiet because you, you your expectations are always so high. Yeah, and then you realize at the end of this thing like. Man, he wow! Was every good, fucking yeah. Okada, every Okada what, like, match. What was... really solidified it for me, like where I mean, like I, I think that gives a slight edge to Ishii because, like, I honestly, the Ishii Taichi match might be my favorite in the whole tournament. Um, like Taichi's another person. Like I don't know if I would give mm-hmm. him anything on here, but he's like one of those guys who's like probably one of my favorites of like the people who's like never in the conversation, so to speak. Yeah. Like he's never someone that like people talk about, but like he's really good. Um, the last five years, he's gotten so much better than yeah. than he had been prior. Um, but like Okada, like I mean, for me, like it was like the later matches in the tournament were just like really stellar. I thought like even like one that stood out to me, like and like it might be a weird one was his match with Lance. Like just oh the yeah, fire dude, he yeah, put on awesome. near the end. He's just like, oh, he, like he had like a look on his face, like I'm going to kill this giant. I'm not just yeah. gonna beat him. I'm going to yeah. murder him. And, all, and he almost gets murdered himself, yeah. dude. Yeah. Lance Lance worked so hard. Yeah, like he sure did. I was so happy for him. Like this to come down to that last night of uh, a block to where he has a chance to to you know be in a three way tie. Yeah. Um, and, and you know that match was good, and the, mm. it had pro wrestling magic more than anything. It really did. And you know Okada, like he didn't fucking he didn't like mail it in for anyone. Like I loved his match with uh, with with. Filthy Tom Lawler, uh, so yeah, much. Fil- Tom good. Lawler's so good, but there was this part in the match. It was in the climax of the match, uh, towards the very, very end, and Lawler goes for like he's he's going after the arm, trying to get rid of the Rainmaker, and um, he goes and he kicks, and Lawler doesn't slap his leg, and he kicked the fuck out of Okada's arm, and it made the loudest sound, but Okada fucking screamed, like literally screamed, like ah. Oh, like yeah. bat, like and it was so like scary in a good way and like Okada's just so good at selling and the 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 finish ended up not being a rainmaker he ended up having to like do something else like a roll up or whatever and I thought that was such a fucking good story and like yeah Okada was amazing and I loved how he didn't mail it in for anybody and of course I keep talking about it but his match with Jonah was fucking phenomenal it my it was it's one of my favorite matches of the whole G1 how good that yeah. match was Cause like yeah. he didn't have to slow down for this big motherfucker. And that's the only guy he lost. Yeah, to. yeah, and he he didn't have to slow down. And like, 
Oh my god, that like I, he didn't have to slow down because this guy like he's so fucking big, but he fucking was full speed at twenty minutes, at twenty five minutes. He was still getting. I mean, he was and, still running on the road. Like he was still getting yeah. whipped off the ropes, running, taking big bumps from the from the drop kick, and just the insane amount of fucking win this motherfucker has. It was like that impressed me so much. Yeah, I've never seen a big guy work like that before. Never. I can't I've think seen, of anyone. You know, you know, you know what comes to mind. Who? You know what to me is the gold standard for, and I know that was he wasn't that wasn't necessarily big man versus big man match, but there were a lot of big man versus big man matches in A Block. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and especially when the Jeff Cobb and Jonah match happened. Yeah, like, I was like, oh my god. Yeah, well, it's funny um, like, too because I, I like really they look really similar, especially because yeah. like their gear is like the same colors. Dude, too. the gear is so similar. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and so uh, like it literally and like like Cobb's a big guy, but like standing next to Jonah, like Jonah is just built different. Like, yeah. I don't mean that in an offensive way. He's just like it's like if you were like if they were like a created character in a video game, it's just like you just like put the sliders up to like the maximum thing, and you just get Jonah out of Jeff Cobb. Yeah. Like just this bigger yeah. dude, um, yeah. But like, it was bigger, the finish yeah. for that, like, because he does like a top rope move. I can't remember what it's called. Um, it's that big but, like, splash. Big splash. Yeah. yeah, but like the way he does it is like he does. Because usually when people do that, they like, he launches you know, off brace, on one foot. Yeah, and like they usually yeah. brace themselves on the top rope mm-hmm. for like you know, uh, yeah, what feels like forever before they do it. But he's just like. Dude. Hops up, boom. Yeah. I, I do like that. He he, there's that urgency. It's like, I, yeah. He hits that second rope, and on the top rope, he just fucking springs off and yeah. almost turns in the air to do the big perfect. And it's perfect. It's perfect every time. It's insane. I like I like the shit out of that. It's old school. It's like, yeah. I'm going up here. I want to hurry up and do this, but while they're still on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really like that shit. It's yeah. old school. I dig it. Um, that powerbomb is awesome. I haven't seen anybody <laughs> do a powerbomb like that in a long time. That, yeah. He literally does the jackknife powerbomb. Like nobody, I, I nobody do think, does the release at the top anymore, and he does it, and it's fucking awesome every time. I, do, I think it looks so much think, better than like Wardlow's or something. Oh but. yeah, it is awesome. You're right. That is a good looking power bomb. Um, I do think like we had talked about this, and you said something. I think that was true that they kind of left something on the table here. Mm-hmm. Like they Jeff. could have had a little bit of, of you know they you know that they're capable of doing a better match than this. Yeah, but. Um, when they were squaring off, I started thinking, what is, what's the gold standard for big man versus big man match in, in wrestling history? Like, it's, it's got to be this. I can't think of anything. Yeah, I, well, like, like, like the, well, I was thinking the, of so, what, 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 before this, guy, like, the, what, the, the, what was it? To me, the big guy that has, like, the best wind and stuff like that was, like, Samoa Joe, right? And, like, sure, yeah. he, this guy's even bigger than Samoa Joe. Yeah. And, like, so it's even more impressive. Did you and imagine that match? God, oh, dude, what a killer match! And I loved the, like another thing about the about the match with Jeff Cobb is like both of them have good wind, but like Jeff mm-hmm. Cobb is so freakishly strong that like mm-hmm. effortlessly they were doing they were just working, they were just working a good. Yeah, he was picking match. him up. He was, he was picking yeah. him up, catching him in, from like caught a crossbody from uh from Jonah. Like holy shit! Well, I, going I could, back to my. Going back yeah, to sorry, my point, when I'm trying standard, to think, no, yeah. no, no, that's okay. That's okay. What, I was trying to think the gold, what's the gold standard of big man versus big man? And I was trying to think of some examples, and I thought of a few, and I was like, no, not quite. Or they never quite did that match. They should have done it. <clears throat> I was thinking, like, did Bam Bam and Vader ever have a match? Like, I was trying to was trying to remember. I don't remember one. I didn't actually search it. I don't know if they it. did, yeah. 
you you got to think that would have been awesome if they worked it yeah, right. Yeah, it would have been cool. And then I realized I, I realized I was on the wrong track. I think the gold sta- standard for this Stan isn't Hansen? big man versus big uh, man. Well, standard. Yeah, Hanson's a big guy, but he's yeah. like a big tall guy. But yeah. I, I kind of mean like big, yeah, big stocky. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I was on the wrong track because I think the gold standard is, is just big person against big person. Yeah. <laughs> Because I think it's Aja Kong and Bull Nakano. Their feud that they had, they're, you know, Aja's a little bigger, and it's kind of similar to this. Like, somebody's usually going to be a little bit bigger. Mm-hmm. I think that's the gold standard. I think you're right, and yeah. I, so, I, and I went back, and I was watching some of their matches after this that night. I should have been watching more G1, but I kind of got off on a tangent. And one of their big main events, it starts out, and... You know, Aja has a size advantage, and they rush each other, like, as soon as the bell rings. And Nakano, like, takes the right angle and knocks Aja Kong down instantly mm-hmm. with, like, a big forearm, like a stiff fucking forearm. And as she runs through, she's fucking hyped that she got the better, like, pumps her fist. Like, all in one motion, it's just fucking awesome. The crowd goes nuts. And it just it seems real. <laughs> it just seems <laughs> odd. There, there yeah. wasn't that, like... You're big. Mm. I'm big. Let's sit here and size each other up and make sure the crowd knows that we're both big. Yeah. There wasn't any of that shit. It was like, yo, dude, just straight went after each other. And Nakano <laughs> got the better of it and, and seems... Oh. Uh-oh. Fucking, are you getting an Amber Alert? Nope. Sorry. Am, Amber. Amber Alert. Let's see. <laughs> Child abduction. It's not time for anyone, Can you yet. help? <clears throat> yeah. Child abduction in Austin, Texas. Joey, you're not in Austin, are you? Nope. Okay. It's not you this time, then. Okay. <laughs> uh, for what but, it's worth, because um, yeah, you had asked anyway. about uh, this, I looked on Cage Match. Uh, there were three matches between Bam Bam and uh, Vader. Oh, shit. I want to see those now, but even they then... Bo- uh, two of them ended in double countout. The other ended in DQ. Even then, those uh, guys... And they're work- relatively short. But, uh, and then they be- then they became like a tag team, it looks like. And this was all in New Japan, for what it's worth. <laughs> No, those guys don't work like the mo- this modern style though either. So I don't know. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it could have still been great. Yeah. Oh, wait, they were in New Japan. Those matches. Yeah. Like wow. in the eighties, uh, late eighties. They do love their big guys. Well, I'd do, like to yeah. check that out anyway, even though it's fucking like non finishes. But That'd be anyway, quite the um, spectacle. I got off on a tangent, but yeah, I think I think Bull Nakano and uh, Naja Kong is like big person big person gold standard but <laughs> anyway um what's our next category the mvp it's t- it's tamatanga yeah yeah that's what i was gonna say i think that was the story that glued this tournament together he yeah. put on a great performance uh the like the, the i think had uh, him versus white had like the biggest crowd reactions mm-hmm. i think of the whole tournament i could be wrong but like i mean especially when he won that crowd was going crazy, and like the, I don't know if you guys watched the post uh, match thing or like like the backstage bit near the end. Um, I didn't see his, but I saw Jay White's, and he just goes fucking nuts. He's like, "Oh yeah, you know that's no one could take that away from Tama," and then he just starts like slowing fuck, like over and over again. It's pretty great. I I, I thought oh, awesome. Yeah, people have been waiting years for Tama to have his big breakout like moment and. This this is as close as we've gotten to it so far. So people were really ready for this. I agree with you. Like this is this is he's MVP. This is what held the whole fucking G one together. Uh, honorable mention to me goes with uh, to ELP. 
um elp seems mm. like he's being groomed for great things um yeah. he's doing he stuff was, that really good, yeah. they're teasing that he's gonna be the next leader um there was even like in, on the finals night uh during their tag match they had house of uh they had house of torture and they had bullet club teaming up in a big match and he was the dead he he got the win and he was the dead center of like them all raising their hands together and like, and he beat, yeah, he beat Shingo, and they're like saying, "Oh, he's got Shingo's number. He's got Shingo's." Well, number. and specifically in that Shingo match, Kevin Kelly kept putting over like, "Oh, like Shingo cemented yeah. himself in the heavyweight division by yeah. camera by beating who in the G1 before." And they're like, "If ELP does like beats him, then he does the same thing." Yeah, and of course he did win. Yeah. And then ELP walks over to El Desperado, and he's like, "Bye forever. I never have to see you again, bitch." And he fucking like giving him the middle finger and stuff. So like. <laughs> So, like he's definitely honorable mention he's second place for me as far as for mvp um i love oh, wow. yeah his story was fucking yeah. i thought he was great this was like he's, he was really good he's yeah. i don't know if i want to call him a breakout because i thought i've always thought he was pretty good and he's been having great match after great match like he's had his breakout matches like a while ago but um let's we'll just go right into it then who is the breakout yeah. for you I, it's it's Jonah, right? It's yeah, got, I was gonna it's, say it's, it's, yeah, it's, these ones are pretty easy. I think it's a hundred percent Jonah. Uh, I think um, uh, Finley was uh, David Finley was up there too. He had great showings and yeah, uh, he had a Lawler couple, maybe he, yeah he, was in the conversation. Yeah, Lawler for sure. Like, there's a lot of really great breakout wrestlers in this in this tournament. I mean, you could give Tom a tongue of this too. You yeah. could give them both. I mean, you could give him yeah. MVP and breakout. You, and you you wouldn't be wrong. You know who so. the opposite of breakout was? Sonata. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, just, I, I, I mean, I'm giving up. I've given up on Sonata. Well, I mean, he had the injury, and I think he was pretty good. But you know, he had his breakout a couple years ago, and I I don't know. Well, that's what. why I'm saying it's the opposite. Like it's like he had a breakout, nothing came of it outside of yeah, like nothing, I guess a brief yeah. U.S. title run that ended with injury. Every time I saw one of his matches, he just he looked like he didn't care. He looked like he cared less than than Yujiro. <laughs> it's it's tough because he's got that stoic persona. Like he does, school, but man, like gimmick. I've and, been... and so, but but at some point that kind of bleeds over to it. It, it kind of hurts. It's it's a kind of a rough gimmick to carry because it can do exactly what you're saying. I, I you seem like he doesn't care, and if he doesn't have a great match, it's like well, he's lost his. He's the Randy Orton of fucking new japan like he's not hungry anymore like he's lost i mean i think he's worse I, like i don't think he's even doing any of that either <clears throat> at least like hey, randy orton has some fire you know and this he does not he has no sometimes fire. he has no but, fire I he mean, doesn't seem very interested in what he's doing i know he has this character but this was so far beyond that usually i can look past that and see what he's doing but he his matches had there were they were so much like nothing going on matches i've ever seen I found G1. myself very disinterested. Yeah, in yeah. Like following I thought, him. I liked his. He had a really good match against Taichi, but like it's just like ruined by like the ending of it, where he <laughs> he wins, and it's just like who like he he didn't look like he gave a fuck. <laughs> no one yeah. gave a fuck. It's so it was so weird. I don't I don't know, but yeah, this this guy has like regressed so far. He's not a bad wrestler, but it just doesn't look like he's going to get his moment, and it doesn't look like he's trying to get his moment. He keeps changing his look, but not changing his attitude. He's not doing anything to progress his character at all. He went from Mohawk guy that looked kind of cool and edgy to, like, Colonel Sanders. Like, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, it's like, like the what way he this? looks now absolutely doesn't work with the gimmick. Yeah, and he's got this big poofy hair now, and it's it doesn't make any sense. He's, like, turning into, like, he's turning into Yoshihashi, and Yoshihashi is turning into him. 
Speaking of poofy hair, <laughs> I was glad to see Kenta get a little bit more of the helmet hair look back. Kenta's little subplot yeah. was great too. The fucking the fucking uh, book. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's, he's yeah, he's got a book to plug. Yeah. Also, like that's supposed to be his what autobiography, and that's the thinnest book I've ever seen. It's just quick. You know, I can't remember. Was, no was, it, was it the last year's G1? I can't remember what it was, but there was like something I remember he was like reading a newspaper while like someone was like yeah. getting into the ring. I can't remember who it was. Oh, that's good shit. Uh, but yeah, I liked I liked him this year too. Yeah. And he, he got that uh, <sighs> that went on Tanahashi. A dark horse for breakout performance. Well, and I actually, say this. Well, I, I say this we because it's one of the last matches I, I watched. Hanari. Oh yeah, Hanari was. I was gonna. I was gonna put Hanari for big, my biggest surprise. Okay. Okay. I, okay. I had like no real expectations for him, but you know, I was like, he like, and like the the Tana match was like, it was like, oh, this is good, but like, and it, and it's funny because like I kind of like with that, I was like, this is sort of like, it feels like he was in that sort of like bad luck fale role, and even kind of has like a similar look, but like as the tournament went on, I'm like, okay, he actually could just be like. He should probably have that role sort of as, like, a spoiler. Uh, like, I mean, he didn't do very well, like, as far as, like, you know, standings. But, mm-hmm. like, it was, like, he actually can, like, work in the ring. He's actually pretty decent. <clears throat> He's And he put on weight. He looks big. He looks yeah. like a he looks like a bruiser. He looks like fucking Don... The, he looks like Don Fry. Like, I mean, he... he um, his match with Kenta, that's kind of what made got me on him, but... They were doing that shoot style kind of open that just yeah. like fucking tons of people do. <clears throat> Except it looked legit. I thought someone was going to take a fucking real like haymaker at somebody. Just my mind got into that mode because of how fucking legit it looked. What was his like second? They kind of know what they're doing. What was the second match? Sorry, I didn't. ZSJ. Uh, okay. I think. It was yeah. the thing that was the one where you're like, oh, holy shit, yeah. this guy's actually his, good. His match with ZSJ, like, I was shocked in his Tanahashi match, but his match with ZSJ was so good, and he was so good in it. Like, I was like, okay, I'm done denying it. Like, I'm, it, the meme is over. He's fucking good. Yeah. yeah. All right, you can continue, Davey, my bad. No, 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 I mean, that that pretty much yeah, that, that pretty sums, much sums up. it up. <laughs> yeah. who, who are your guys' uh, biggest surprise for that award? That might be it for me too. I know that's you know doesn't add any more content. David to the show. David Finley. David Finley. <laughs> oh, you know what? For me. Yeah, yeah. I, like Finley, I wasn't as surprised per se. I mean, I guess I was maybe surprised by like you know the fact that she got some big wins. The, the booking. Yeah. But I, I was like, oh, I, I thought this guy was good. <laughs> I never he thought he was. Expected. I never thought he was bad, but he never felt like he mattered, and he <laughs> did feel like he mattered here. Uh, like the he, juice, the juice yeah. Robinson Finley match was one of my favorite matches. Yeah, that was really good. That yeah. match was killer. Yeah, and they they did the spot where he thinks about at toward the end of the match where he thinks about using the like shillelagh or whatever to cheat. Yeah, and he doesn't. He decides to win the best way. And normally that's played out and corny, but again in pro wrestling, if you do something right, even the old hat yeah. can seem fresh and new, yeah. give you chills and seem important. And it's like he it, pulled it, it off awesome. It's an Even though he looks like fucking. A it's an heirloom from his dad. <laughs> I mean, it's his, it's it's his dad. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. Yeah. but um, other than looking like Kid Rock's bass player, and I hate his fucking look, I think um, I think he is in that conversation too. But if if not based on that, you know, match alone, I think he had a match. I think with Shingo. 
am I am I off base? Am I? I watched it so long ago. Yeah, no, you said, he, you yeah, said yeah he, he did. did. You said it. You were disappointed with it after though. the juice match. Yeah, I was disappointed. He had. Yeah, he had. He I thought Shingo was a little inconsistent this tournament. Yeah, I was a little yeah, surprised. I think that's fair. It feels like think... he's like I don't know if it's just that like it's if it's just the booking or what, but it feels like he's kind of lost something since he lost the title. Yeah, you might be right. I I think so too, and it it. I don't think it's just the booking. I I think he's his matches have been a little inconsistent. Who knows why? And not and I wouldn't say any of them have been like bad. But there's like, that. It's yeah. just it just went from like this was a guy who was like you know surefire top Best five world, last yeah. year to like eh. the average match quality has been still really high. But there haven't been like those super like oh my god match yeah. of the year there were, candidate. Things. I remember the there were Shingo matches that made me literally jump out of my seat, like just yeah, oh, exciting. Dude, yeah. yeah, and I didn't. He didn't have one match like that. He had. I mean, his match with Osprey was fantastic, but again, it didn't have the time that. Yeah, that but it wasn't. It yeah, it didn't really yeah. match up against their best. Either. Yeah, I did feel like the time on some of these matches was a little short. In a few instances, like night eighteen, which was the was literally eight matches that were you know for the tournament, and like surprisingly, Tomatonga Jay White was like on there, and it was like it wasn't the main event, and like dude, I know away. what, what yeah. I was gonna mention that why wasn't that, and I know the Okada and Lance match was yeah. big, but that should have been second, and Jay White yeah. Okada and Lance was not the main event either, been. was it? Yeah, it was. It was. Okay. Yeah, that was the main event. Yeah, the, but in, in between them, you had Jonah first Fale, which was clearly like this is like all right, let's you know. That was the cool off match. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just <laughs> I think they did wrong here by not having Tama like go over the champion and a storyline, maybe not a blow off, but a huge moment in that storyline. Yeah, for him to win the block, maybe they just thought if they put it last, it kind of tipped that Tama was going over. Well, looking at the, maybe that's what maybe that was their thinking. Maybe looking at the card, admittedly, uh, <laughs> it is organized by blocks. So you have the two D block matches first, the two C ones, and the two okay. B, and then the two A. Okay, fine, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I mean, I, yeah, I guess they could have rearranged the way they did that and still. Naito ruined my uh, my pickums again by beating ZSJ in two minutes. Um, <laughs> Yeah, ZSJ has some short matches. Like his evil match was like over fast too. Have I think they said that was the, the shortest match in the history of the G1 was that match. <clears throat> Which one? Have we talked about uh, the pickups? Evil versus ZSJ. Really? That was the shortest match in the history of the G1? I think so. Let me see. I'll have to look it up. I thought they said something about that. I'll, I'll check I, gotta, it. I remember some pretty short ones. Um, uh... Wow. Go ahead, Joey. What were you going to say? Have we talked about the pickups yet? Not in this no, episode, not, yeah. not, okay. not on this show. Okay, yeah. so Davey is the very clear winner. He's very high up there. He he very well could have won the turn, won the whole thing. <laughs> very well, close. yeah. Like the, 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 the last few yeah. picks, like yeah. I mean, are all in his favor, anyways. Yeah, yeah. ZSJ beat Evil in forty-four seconds. Yeah, oh. that was... <laughs> most of I and and there was some pre-match stuff before the bell rang that so that that's skewed a little bit, but um. Yeah, that was a quick. That was a quick one. ZSJ kind of had a light tournament, and you know he won the New Japan Cup this year. Mm-hmm. I didn't expect him. I mean, he I didn't he expect was him to place. He was a very. I mean, well, I guess technically yeah. he tied yeah. Naito, but Naito beat him, so like that gets yeah. him the. That's know, yeah. Go ahead. But I guess I just mean and and. I guess I just mean prominence. You know, having sure. a couple. 
quick matches and, uh, you know, his it the anus wasn't on him to really have a great G1 this year, which was fine. Yeah. There was just a lot going on. He won the cup this year and fell short of winning the title. I didn't think it made sense to have him win again unless he was for sure going to be your guy, and I didn't get any hints yeah, from anything fair. going into this that he was. So I'm definitely not shocked to see him win the block. And what did you guys think of Naito's tournament? Uh, let's just let's just say his block performance. Like let's save the semifinal. It was very middle of the road. This was not the Naito we've seen mm-hmm. in the past. Yeah, I think and he's I think been he's, middle of the road for the last couple of years. He's but, someone yeah. else who like there's been like weird like rumors that like oh he might retire soon. Mm. He is 40. I mean, I guess that's you know not like super old but it's not super young either but for a, for a top guy in wrestling to retire at 40 that's pretty abnormal you know yeah. i can't yeah. i can't see him stand up maybe he retires and then gets itchy to get back in the ring i don't know but for a top guy and he's one of the top guys in new japan it's undeniable for a top guy to retire at 40 it's a little weird maybe mm-hmm. he just needs a fucking good break you know that's what i think yeah, yeah. well did uh after the finals uh <laughs> Well, Okada's promo, he did say, you know, for, like, defending the Breeze case, he did say defending it against Naito, so we'll run that back match, that match back for, like, the 100th time this year. He's defending against Naito and not Jonah? I thought Jonah was coming after it. That's what I would think, but he said that he would like to defend it against Naito. Well, guess what? You're not. (laughs) I was like, the champion. Yeah, Yeah, I was like, he shouldn't get to, like, choose that. Yeah, that's not how it fucking works, Okada. I mean, one wrestling, like, you know, you can you know, you can do. Well, Okada's also yeah, on parental right. leave for a bit, so I don't know when any of these are gonna happen. His son was just born. Oh shit! I mean, it's not his body that has to recover. He can come back. No, you know, parental leave's still a thing. Yeah. No, he's firing the baby out of his dick. <laughs> this is a this is a new thing they did. A you know, honestly, that'd fun. be like a really impressed. Like, I'd be super impressed. Put on this performance. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> while, uh, you know, fire, yeah, fire, <laughs> about to fire out a baby out of his dick. <laughs> I wonder how many, I wonder how many women's wrestlers have felt pressure to work when they knew they were like a month pregnant or whatever. I guarantee Oof. it's happened. It's I'm a fucking sure. sad, I mean, it sounds a sad awful, fucking thing like, to think about. I'm like, it sounds awful, but I mean, it also, like, I mean, we've like, look at all the stuff we've been talking about lately as far as, like, you know, the way women are treated in this industry. It's like, yeah. Straight up. Yeah, I'm sure it's happened at some point. Straight yeah. up, dude. But, yeah, Naito, I think, has been pretty middle of the road, you know, overall the last couple of years. I'm okay to see Okada defend the briefcase against him on the road to Wrestle Kingdom. As fucking long as Naito doesn't somehow win the belt. And that's our main event for Wrestle Kingdom. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> that's another person I kind of wanted to talk about. Uh, what did you guys think of Evil? Uh, also, like completely fell out of like just slightly above Sonata in uh, in interest. Mm-hmm. And it's just weird because like those are like all people like that I kind of feel like have. I mean, I guess they were all in the same faction at one point, but uh, they all kind of feel like they were like positioned for greatness in this company, but like don't really feel like i think so, you yeah. know how they would be fresh is if you use them in aw <laughs> like they got went on loan or something to aw and mm-hmm. spent some time there and they were you know with with uh with like andrade and rush and everybody and they did the gimmick there it would be fresh 
it'd be different. They would have something to do. They would have different people to work with. And it would be, that's something that they should probably think about instead of just like going through the motions in new Japan. Like you don't need to retire. It's time for you to have a change of scenery, man. I don't think that evil has any big future in terms of upper card with new Japan. I think his time came and went. It was, it was kind of a, uh, interest story during the pandemic. I think it was really smart. I think it was a lot of fun. Well, the consensus from a lot of fans seems to be that that was a mistake. Like from day one, people are like, yeah, it shouldn't have I, happened. I don't feel that way, but I, 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 he's, I understand the sentiment, but yeah. I actually really enjoyed it. It was a surprise. Okay. He turned heel. It was before now in retrospect, it seems like, Oh God, I don't want to go back and watch that. But at the time, <laughs> You know, he had just turned heel. He turned heel in that tournament, and it was, you know, it was a lot of fun. And yeah. since it was during the pandemic in front of no crowd, it felt like they could, and, and they didn't have access to a shit ton of wrestlers that were not available to them because yeah. they were stuck off somewhere else. <clears throat> it felt, it felt like it worked. Yeah. And it felt like it was something to do. I don't think you could have done it if the pandemic didn't happen. <clears throat> with that said, once that was over with, I never felt like, you know, evil is going to be IWGP heavyweight champion again, or even really threatened to do that. Mm. Although it did create some intriguing storylines in yeah. the short term. Sonata, on the other hand, I thought would be a top guy by now. Sure. Yeah, I agree with that. It's just, well, so, okay. So let's I, I got a go question. ahead. Well, there's another match I wanted to ask you guys about. So Taichi and Tamatanga had that big feud over the Iron Finger, um, yeah, like a while back, and then they kind of like uh, revisited it uh, in their mm-hmm. match. Did you guys like this match? And did you, did you guys like what they did with that stuff? I watched. This was one of the first handful of matches I watched when I started cramming, mm-hmm. and I had a. Re- I remember just really being. I remember being really entertained during this, and it yeah. was one of the matches that. Mm-hmm got things off to like when i was like okay i gotta cram the g1 oh man this is gonna be daunting it was one of the matches that really <laughs> got me keyed up to do it because right. it was so much fun yeah I, I i this is one of my favorite matches of the whole tournament because the story that they told and they did they did do some kind of silly stuff but they did it so well that you believed it like taichi brought the the iron finger and like uh, Kevin Kelly after retiring a, it after their feud yeah, too. Yeah, and like Kevin Kelly did a really good job of being like, "Oh no, look what he's got." And then like <laughs> and then like there was the part where like Tai Chi went over to it and like looked at it and was trying to fight the 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 urge to put it in <laughs> put his hand in. And I was like, "This is awesome." It's like he's speaking to him. It's speaking to him. It's, it's got a voice in his head. And then he he uh did it like got taken away from him. And that was smart. And then like Tama got it. And he did the exact same thing. Like he was fighting the urge to put his hand in it. And it like, they're like, it'll bring nothing. It'll bring nothing but despair. And then like, uh, <laughs> ELP was on commentary and he goes, ELP, if there's any advice I could ever give you, do not ever touch that thing. It will ruin your life. It'll change you. <laughs> it'll, like they treated it like it was the most freaking like dangerous thing you could ever do in your what life. Was it? What, what, what was the story? Shit. It had well, the soul of, uh, it's 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 Izuka, yeah. Yeah, it's soul. Yeah, and like, yeah, and it's and he's evil or whatever. He's like a monster or whatever. And I hope they go forward with that fucking ridiculous storyline with that thing. I mean, they like it finds somebody else. I remember it's like find someone else. Yeah, Master Watto. That was like one of. 
Oh, <laughs> uh, the first times I really like when you uh, when Joey like really introduced me to like you know New Japan like full time or you know the extent that we're you know full time now, but like and it was that that Wrestle Kingdom where you had yeah. uh, the girls Destiny versus um, the D- Dangerous Techers, and it, like that was the whole Iron Finger storyline. Yeah, it, I was like. I'm like this, like especially like if you've ever if you haven't seen the Iron Fingers, look them up. They look fucking ridiculous. Yeah, and it looks like it looks like something out of the prop department for yeah. It looks like it looks like it's like something that like a kid made in like art class, like out of paper mache or something. It has like has it's like cartoonishly big, and it has like a little skull on the side of it. And there's a Shaw Brothers did these movies with this group of guy called like the venoms or whatever because this movie the five deadly venoms was really popular and it looks exactly like a fucking like weapon or gimmick out of <laughs> sure. that series but yeah like this was it was like when i was first introduced it's like the most like bizarre yet oddly compelling story yeah i've seen in new japan yeah. Yeah. it's awesome <laughs> And like what I another thing I liked, I love how they they did the difference in characters. So like when Taichi was trying to fight it off, he he got it taken away from him. He might have put his fingers in there, but when Tama did it, he fucking fought and fought against it, and then finally threw it down. And like <laughs> he he defeated it. And then at the very end of the match, he walked up. He had the iron fingers in his hands, and he it was like he finally overcame the like power. And he goes, "It's over." This is done. It was so epic. It was so epic. He's like, this is over. It's done. No more. He's like, no more. This has no more power over me. No more. And he gave it back to Taichi. And he's like, we're done. We're finished. This is finished. We're good. Like, it was so awesome. Like, it was so epic and, like, heroic. I don't know. I fucking love this shit. One other little thing that popped into my mind because it's one of the last matches I watched when Lance did the Okada dropkick and Rainmaker, he did it so fucking good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just seeing a big guy get up for that dropkick is, is awesome enough, but yeah. he hit that Rainmaker. It was like one of the best Rainmakers I've ever seen. It was so yeah. good. And that match- it was so stiff yeah. and brutal. Yeah. It looked like a legit knockout Yeah, I almost move. bought that he was going to win for a yeah. second. I was like, oh, shit, like, how do you get up from that? <laughs> that match, it was so, like, I love the way it was laid out because at the beginning where he, like, stood there, and then, like, surprised Okada with, like, a big-ass choke slam, And Okada was just, like, laying there like he was already dead. Like, that match was, like, so laid out perfectly. You know, it's funny. At one time, I saw... Uh, it, it, was in, it was in wrestling practice. I saw um, uh, Lance give a hip toss. just a regular run-of-the-mill hip toss to one of the girls in the class. And she's really, she was really small. And, like, the way she, like, moved through the air... Like, like her fucking body, like jerked through the air, was insane. It was like full ragdoll, like, like physics. It was insane. I've never seen anything like it. It kind of reminded me of that kind of thing. It's funny. Yeah, that was cool, man. So wrapping up, we have. uh, I think we have a consensus. Worst, well, two worst performers: Bad Luck Fale and fucking Yujiro. Yeah, and best performer. We actually all agreed it's Ishii. I love you guys. <laughs> MVP, we went with Tamatanga. Yep. Breakout, we went with Jonah. And biggest surprise, did we all go with Aaron Hanari? Is that what we went with? There was a little debate over him and Finley, I think. Yeah. Finley, yeah. Unless Joey's got a different pick. I could say Aaron Hanari because I that I jumped out of my seat when he beat Tanahashi. <laughs> yeah, it was it was fucking yeah, shocking. I, yeah, I, we had heard that you had uh you'd gone full mark on that. I was just well, I, no, yeah, I was watching. I was watching with Amber and like. I was just watching the match, like not, 
Not expecting anything crazy from Hanare, just watching the match, and I thought it was all right. And then he—I didn't think that I didn't think that Tanahashi was gonna have a start like that. And just well, as soon and, and as it too, happened, like, I went straight from zero to what the hell? Like what the fuck? Like just shot. It's, it's all. Well, it it's helps all, too. Yeah. Like most of the time we see Aaron Hanare, he's just like in like Osprey's corner with like the stupid sunglasses on. Yeah, looking like a car- <laughs> like, looking like a cartoon dog with bad attitude. Yeah. And, yeah, and you know, like none of his matches have been super memorable, and you're just like, right. whatever, dude. Yeah. So he gets some memorable stuff here. He's got a good performance. United Empire just seems like a super strong faction coming out of this. Yeah. Um, stronger yeah, and than their baby face, yeah, and their and their baby face. Now, if that's what they're gonna, let's see if they go forward with that. Yeah. So I let's guess, let's yeah. uh, we'll go see. ahead. We'll see if they're um, babyface on Dynamite tonight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm interested. I don't think yeah, I'm so. I'm going to assume not, but... Oh, there was... So I, I know it wasn't intended like this, but I, I was watching BTE where they were talking about, like, you know, like, oh, like, you know, Kenny and the Bucks, like, our next opponent's going to be either Death Triangle or Aussie Open. And, like, they meant, like, you know, Aussie Open with Osprey, but I was like, what if they meant, like, Aussie Open? Like, you mix the names, like, O-S-S-I-E Open? Oh, my God. Oh, my God, <laughs> That's what they call that little trio? Get out. <laughs> let's talk about the semifinals we've got okada and tamatanga and then naito and will osprey was there a party that that wanted you that wanted tamatanga to win like do you think that he could carry a, a even with this really great breakout do you think he could carry a wrestle kingdom main event Honestly, after this, I think he could. I don't know yeah. what the money would be like for I that mean, with the fans. Yeah. I, really I kind don't. of like, I mean, the finals, semifinals were like relatively predictable. I mean, New Japan is very like small C conservative when it comes to booking. Yeah, but you know, Naito Okada as a final, you know how, how they like to fucking do that match. That's so true. That was always a fuck. I was scared of that possibility, <laughs> to be honest with you. I, I, I was just thinking there's no way. We've had this match like twice as like main events this year like there's no way they would do it again dude okada had to be trolling when he said naito that had to be like just being silly he does or that. like he maybe does he's just sometimes. being defiant yeah maybe he's just being defiant against like backlash against that i don't know but yeah i mean is there backlash i don't know like at least in the u.s there is okay like, you know, i'm like i don't like all this fucking match yeah, we don't want to fucking but... see yeah i i think that's that's out there outside of our little circle too but all right, so Okada, Tamatanga, to me, Tamatanga looked like a fucking absolute star. It didn't even look like yeah. the same person to me. And, no. I, and it's not just his haircut. Like, he looks just, he looks fantastic. It's the, it's He's moving around the, the ring outfit, fantastic. Right? Yeah. The new, the gear, every, I mean, everything. He looked like a different person to me overall. Just every, and I'd always known he was really good, but I didn't know he was this good, I'll be honest. And he looked like a yeah. star and he looked like he belonged here. Yeah, agreed. I actually, I mean, like from what I've seen online, I might have a hot take. I think this match was better than the other semifinal. Okay, that's a hot, that's a hot take to me, because I thought the other semifinal was maybe the second best match of the tournament. Um, I liked the amount of time that it went. I thought it was out. I thought it was outstanding. But I actually watched that one first, and I thought for, for this one was going to be for the listeners. A reiterate what those down. matches were. It's uh, the second match was Naito and Osprey. Gotcha. Which I thought maybe was... Which was first time ever, by the way. Really? Really? Yeah. No way. First time ever, Naito Osprey, yeah. 
100th time ever like yeah <laughs> uh, pretty, yeah, yeah yeah or yeah i'm not i'm surprised that's the first time nah, ever kevin too. kelly was even that. yeah kevin kelly was even putting it over it was first time ever i must have i must have missed that i um i love that i thought it was maybe my second favorite match of the tournament if and for a minute i was debating whether or not i thought it was the best match of the tournament i like the time i like the pace uh i thought the fucking Destino was like the best one I've ever seen. It looks oh, yeah, yeah. like yeah. it. Fucking, I mean, it, yeah. it looks like I, I the opponent Destino hits harder than him for a change. Yeah. I think yeah. it was more so the story that I thought was like more compelling too. That like added like this layer to the match for me. Um, like in the uh, Tama Okada match. Um, sure. And like there was like there was some nice throwbacks too. Like you know because uh, Tama played spoiler to him uh, last G one. And there's like okay, some yeah. throwbacks to that with like the you know the way he dodges as the rainmaker and stuff like that. It wasn't as uh, you know that was the big thing last year was he just like always avoided the rainmaker. That didn't happen this time, but um, I mean both were obviously like I mean both were stellar matches. There's you know yeah yeah I thought so too, um, but I just thought that Osprey Naito thing as <clears throat> lukewarm as I am on Naito sometimes. When he gets the right opponent, you yeah. know, like his Abushi, Abushi matches, those dangerous ass matches, dangerous fucking matches, are my favorite, which may ma- never yeah. happen again. Yeah, yeah, man. The, uh, Let's tangent on that because I, like I said before, and when we were when we were tracking that Abushi story, I didn't see him coming back to New Japan. I just didn't. That seems and, to be the consensus, like for people like backstage at New Japan now, is that he's he's probably not coming back. Yeah. But also, apparently, he's like still injured. And like, yeah, like, it seems yeah, to me like, because yeah. he's like fucking, um, like going Taking with like, a holistic you know, approach. Therapy, yeah. And, yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> he gets his fucking like medical advice from TikTok. Yeah, <laughs> oh my god, too close to home. Straight up. <laughs> um. Yeah, but the um, so there's that, and then there's the Carl Fredericks thing, where Carl Fredericks took to Twitter and voiced his displeasure about being left out of the G1 this year. Yeah, and like him and 90% of the roster, you know, get over it. What did, what did the tweet say? What did he what did he say? I can't remember. I and mean, he may have deleted it, but it's been a while now. And so it came out earlier in the month that he is no longer with New Japan. That's and crazy. He did tweet that. Because like man, they like they're Young lions, they love their young lions, and that's crazy for them to fucking. And he seemed like well, they have having issues was... with their uh, like yeah some of the young true. lions because they have like the stuff of Gabriel Kid too yeah we're more so yeah. just, he's kind of a you know a little they're bit finding of a basket case but they're they're finding out that like the American young lions aren't as respectful as the Japanese ones. Well, they've lost some of the Japanese young lions too, and I, I can't I can't remember all who it was, but some of those guys have left. Oh no. Um. And I think at least one of them was also from the LA Dojo. So hmm. the Carl Fredericks thing, you know, maybe it's an attitude issue. I thought he, it, on Strong, on some of those big Strong shows, he was kind of on the bottom card. And I'm just like, he should he should be he should be a player on these Strong yeah. pay-per-views. <clears throat> he has so much star power, you can just see it. We all thought he was a future primetime player for New Japan. But he never really seemed like he was getting a chance or getting that spot. I don't know if it was an attitude issue. He was left out of the G1. I th- I personally think he should have been in it over fucking Ijiro or somebody. Yeah. I mean, dude, yeah. I mean, imagine 
imagine him instead of Yujiro in that block, it would have been greatly improved. Um, so he fucking is not with New Japan anymore. He's gone. He's done. They didn't resign him. I think he said he was with them for four years. That's about right. He's done. No Carl Fredericks in New Japan future. I could see him showing up on NXT or something if he's gonna if he wants to continue wrestling. And yeah, the, at the this point, does, I think that's has a, changed since Triple H has been there. They're just kind of gobbling people back up. Though they also yeah. just fired a bunch of people from <clears throat> NXT UK too. So who knows? Yeah, who does know? And I I just think that's if he's going to stay in wrestling and have a big future. I think. I honestly think that's his best bet. If he showed up on AEW, I just don't see him being able to break out with like that fucking insane, insane fucking roster they have of guys that are super talented that also aren't getting enough time because it's just too stacked. You can easily put him in a spot that like Daniel Garcia you can put has. Put him in ROH or something. Yeah. But I just don't. Well, not the spot that Daniel Garcia like had, maybe, but not, maybe, not the one yeah. he has right now. I guess not, yeah. Um, I I don't know. It's it's crazy, but um, anyway, yeah, the semifinals were fucking on fire. They were both really great. Yeah. Um. So anyway, uh, the finals. Okada versus Osprey. My pick was Osprey. Everybody, y'all both. Oh no, you had ZSJ winning the turn. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, That's right. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Davies' pick was Okada. Yep, and yep. he picked Okada winning. Yeah, he he knew, called that it. Was, that's their boy. I thought their I thought boy. for sure that this was Osprey's year, but man, this match was fucking awesome. <clears throat> Do you think this is the best Okada Osprey match? It, yeah, it's top five of the tournament for sure. It, you know, because it's the main event. Like you're tempted to say this was. This was it. We saw about just like the Okada Osprey ones. Yeah, so, like, you like, had yeah, the yeah, yeah. main event. Uh, I don't know if it was as good as a Wrestle Kingdom main event. No, I don't think it was. I don't think so either. It was. It was up there for sure. It was incredible. They were doing some really crazy stuff, like like even cooler stuff. And the um, the finish was awesome. I it had like a lot of energy. I love. I like to. I I think I might give it a slight edge because I like the like um osprey babyface role a little uh-huh. bit more than like kind of like the you know just like the shit-eating grin heel yeah for that like i think this is a little i so i think i might give it a slight edge over the wrestle kingdom one okay i, I love that that whatever that what, i don't know what it was it was like a like a reverse sidewalk slam or something that um okada gave to osprey he did it like he did like a spinning one into the rainmaker oh my god that was so cool looking it was great i mean these ending sequences and these okada matches oh yeah we've seen so much creativity in that yeah and how do they just how do they just keep surprising us yeah with the big time okada matches when when he's taking on the top guys it just Mm. seems fresh every time and and when, when you think it's over Sometimes it's not, you know, it's usually not, yeah. it's usually not, except for in that ZSJ match, which I actually didn't think it was over than it was. So I guess that, that was a surprise, but in a bad way, but how do they just keep topping themselves yeah. with these finishing sequences? Well, well they, oh, they usually this, build on top of them. This wasn't so much the finishing sequence, but um, 
one of the stories they were telling too that I thought was really cool was that like they're like oh Osprey's been like studying like every person who's beaten Okada, everyone who's pinned him, and he's like doing the moves. So he does like the Styles Clash. He attempts yeah, the one winged yeah. angel but doesn't get it, um, which is kind of what actually leads like almost. Um, mm-hmm. Well, he kind of leads into the finish. He's yeah, us- yeah, he's using he's using um, the wrestlers <laughs> that are people have considered to be the best in the world. Yeah, and have against, beaten Okada against, uh, to beat yeah. and have beaten Okada. Like, yeah, I mean that's why he was using. Yeah, like they do. They that put a lot. over that if he would have hit the one winged angel, you got to think that would have done it. You know, like, yeah. they put over mm-hmm. Kenny big time in that. But he did do the V trigger. Yeah, he did yeah. do the V trigger. Yeah, um, I mean even Tama was doing stuff like that too. Like he used Bloody Sunday, he used Prince Devitt's Bloody yep. Sunday, and yeah, I like I I I really like when they dig into the past like that. It's like very. Mm-hmm. Um, even with people that you know aren't with their, that company anymore, and like obviously you know Kenny, like you know he, it wouldn't shock me if he has a match at Wrestle Kingdom. Like if it's if it's if it's Osprey, it wouldn't shock me. Yeah, right. But uh, who else did I we see doing this Devin, recently? Uh, like going, <laughs> Styles, one hundred percent will not be. We saw somebody else going for that, kind of doing that same shit recently. Who was it? Uh, ELP's been doing that for a while. Yeah, he does like the yeah. Bullet Club leader. Yeah, he does moves. all the Bullet Club leaders. Yeah, that's okay. like that's that's part of this. Like he's going to be the next leader story. I think. <clears throat> yeah. Like it's very clear to me. That's where they're going with that. He'll be awesome. Okay. Fuck man, that guy's awesome. <clears throat> so yeah, the I did like you know as much criticism as we had for the you know four blocks. I did like the semifinal to final dynamic. You know, gave yeah, us it's two, cool gave us two it's more big match. matches. Yeah. I mean, you know, not totally fresh because obviously these people have wrestled before. Well, except, yeah, I, I did double check too. Osprey and Naito, they've only been in tag matches. Yeah. Um, so this was their first singles outing. I yeah, can't remember were, having seen it. Yeah. Insane. yeah I can't insane. remember having seen it. And it was, uh, maybe that's why it felt special to me. I don't know. But yeah, it was just like, what, you know, how are these. How are these guys going to work together? I, I didn't really have precedent for it mentally going into the match, and I, I thought it was terrific. And getting two more big matches as semifinals, I'm shocked mm-hmm. Jay White wasn't in it, but you know, I was pleasantly surprised at, at Tamatanga. Yeah. So going out of this, you know, um, obviously we have, say obviously, I mean, they could take the briefcase away from them. They're not going mm-hmm. to. Okada's in the main event of wrestle kingdom again and you know what that's okay it's his era like we're gonna look back at a guy who had a big long run and it's gonna going to be okada and if you're pissed about that like fuck off he's going to have a fantastic fucking match with pretty much anybody do you think jay white is gonna do you think the title's gonna change hands before wrestle kingdom if so do you think it's a lock for jay white i think it should be jay white if if not to whom you know does Osprey take it off of him and they have that rematch? I mean, that's really the only possibility yeah. I could see that would make sense. I could see Tomatonga, you know. Okay. Tomatonga. I don't know. I feel like, but he's, I, I don't know. I mean, part of me like feels like that's like the kind of match I want, like a big marquee show. And do they really have like a big marquee show before Wrestle Kingdom? I guess it was. Like, that's a big yeah, like, right. coronation thing. It would it would have to be Jay White or it'd have to be Osprey. It had to be somebody that they're moving up quite a bit. New Japan doesn't ne- necessarily care about having the heel babyface dynamic in the Wrestle Kingdom main event. Yeah, <clears throat> but it certainly doesn't hurt. No, it and does. I think that it makes the most sense for it to be Jay White. 
Yeah, I agree. One back and... I agree. And if he beats him, with... and if he... Imagine if, if Jay White beats Okada at, in the main event of Wrestle Kingdom. It's a huge passing of the torch moment. It sure is. Yeah, I can agree with that. I don't know if it happens. Anyway. Um, speaking of uh, Wrestle Kingdom, there is only one other match currently confirmed for the card, which is a singles match for the new IWGP Women's Championship. So Stardom will actually be featured that on so Wrestle cool. Kingdom and presumably not on like some weird dark match like they've done in the past. Yeah, that is, yeah that's so, so cool. They're, they're apparently doing like slowly integrating the women into uh, New Japan proper. And uh, they're even doing like a crossover show. Um, what are they calling it? I think they're actually just historic calling it, crossover. Yeah, histor- yeah, they're literally just calling it historic <laughs> crossover. This is in November, which I was like, they were promoting it like it was, you know, yeah, next week almost. But it's it's but they- uh, it's it's uh, in November. Uh, we've got um, the main thing they've put over is that there's Tom Lawler and Siri versus uh, or Siri. I'm not sure how you pronounce her name uh, versus ZSJ and Julia. Yeah, there's another uh, match to Tanahashi and um, Goto uh, will Tommy, be on the show. Uh, yeah. Hami, uh, Hayash, I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce her last name. And they had Julia and um, was it was it who was it presenting uh, the final? I think it, I think Fla- it I think it was Siri, wasn't it? Or was I think it? So, uh, yeah, I I was I was actually trying to skip through the introduction just in the sake of time, and I almost missed it. So. I just noticed Julia. I didn't see who else was was in there, but that was cool. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it I seems t- like they're going to be integrating it more and in like in like the new Japan proper stuff because obviously they've done a lot of stuff like on the, I think the Stardom channel they have like all this weird stuff where like you know the girls are in bikinis and they're hanging out with like you know the Great Okan or Tanahashi and Tan and uh, Hanma and it's just like what the fuck is this like you you almost feel like dirty even like seeing the thumbnail. Hanma, Hanma yeah. and O'Connor are going to be in like a cuck storyline like WWE. Oh my god. <clears throat> I, I just hope that they feature women on the big shows and not just yeah. <clears throat> Wrestle Kingdom and having the IWGP Women's Heavyweight Championship belt is fucking yeah. awesome. And oh, yeah. I wonder if it's going to usurp the stardom title. What What is the stardom championship called? Um, it's got a name. It's like, like the stardom something. They've got a lot of like weird yeah. ones. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm trying um, to think. We obviously the, the don't know a whole ones. lot about stardom. We know yeah, some, and I was like, but... this is like a good opportunity for us to like actually like kind of get invested with them. World of Stardom champion. That's it. Is the that's okay. the okay. main okay. one. Yeah. Okay. You then have the Wonder of Stardom, <laughs> which I guess uh-huh. is like their IC Goddess of Stardom, or God, uh, which is a Isn't tag there title. A princess so it should be goddesses. Uh, yes, there's Artist of Stardom, High Speed Championship. SWA World Champion and Future of Stardom. Oh no, the Princess one. That's uh, that's Tokyo think, Joshi Pro. So yeah, I, yeah. Okay. Okay. That's At a lot of championships. Holy shit! Yeah. So I wonder if, if this title will be primarily just defended on um, New Japan shows, but I hope they fit feature women. At least one match a card going yeah. forward on the big cards. Yeah, that would be, be nice. A lot of, be a lot of fucking fun. Be a nice change. I think it's needed to mix it up a little bit, to mix up that flavor a little bit. I think so, mm-hmm. too. I mean, there was, like, a lot of things to be said about, like, you know, women in, like, people were, like, would, were, would say things about New Japan not having women and stuff like that. But they like to have, you know, their own promotions. Like, it's that's the thing in Japan. They, there's a lot of, like women only promotions and stuff like that so i don't know like if that's that's 
a negative thing for for them or not, but I um, mean yeah, it's a positive for it keeps them Western a audiences underground. I think, yeah. and I think that's un- like unfortunate whether that was the intention or not. So hopefully that kind of you know helps you know elevate them and like you know like I I, I we know some of these names right we've heard of yeah. you know, these girls but we haven't like actually got really the chance to see them. Yeah, so. it's gonna be it's gonna be good. Well, I think so too. G one <clears throat> was a blast this year. If, yeah. Uh, even though I didn't watch in traditional fashion, I had a lot of fun with it. I I think I might have enjoyed it more because I watched it kind of bingey. And I'm not a bingey kind of guy. I don't watch. Mm-hmm. I don't binge watch TV and shit. But um, I, I actually had a lot of fucking fun with it this year. Even though there weren't maybe as many, oh my god, fucking matches. I think the average match quality could stand up with you know the last few years at least. And, yeah, and I think seeing all have... the new faces and all that intrigue, the storylines that were running through it. Thing was all really well done the semifinals and finals delivered and i fucking yeah. loved it and i love new japan and the g1 is still the most important time in uh the wrestling world like i don't i don't care fuck wrestlemania i mean wrestle kingdom is obviously huge but the g1 just being an ongoing thing it's just so much fun it's just such a great fucking it's just such a great fucking thing i love it what a tradition yeah yeah, and you know, I think again, like the new stars, they really added something to this that, like, you know, seeing people that you don't necessarily see as much or in a new light, because a lot of the guys they brought in were either, you know, you had some juniors, you had some people from Strong, you yeah, had yeah, former tag guys, it and like it's it really cool seeing them in you know a singles light and be like, oh wow, like this person's actually really good. Yeah, Joey, now, final thoughts. If um, I mean, if you guys watched um. G1, if you guys watch any G1 at all, you know, tell us what you thought. Who are your favorites? Who are your picks for best and worst and all that good stuff? Your favorite matches and such like that. Hit us up on our social media. Hit the link tree uh, link in our description and let us know. Tell us about it. And may your week be filled with mini monster pops. Look forward to our main episode this week as well. Catch you guys later. I love you, Ishii. I'm sorry, man. I wish I could help you. <laughs>